0: Side of the Virtual Hardwood, it's the NLSC Podcast, episode number 292. Andrew with you once again, Andrew NLSC on Twitter, of course. I'm joined once again by Ben, Arcane NLSC on Twitter, and of course, also known as Arcane in the forum. Welcome back to the show, Ben. It's good to be
1: back. Uh, Sorry, I've missed the last few shows. Uh, Yeah, technical issues with headsets and trying to determine whether it's the headset or if it's the USB ports on my laptops. So, yeah.
0: It's good to have another voice on the, on the show. Always better to have a conversation with someone than just talking to myself. Uh, so you, you've just broken a streak of me talking on the podcast for over an hour and a half, so uh, <laughs> I can uh, finally take a breath, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> and uh, actually talk to somebody and get some other thoughts apart from my own. Uh, I mean, I could always have, have done uh, you know, just myself and talking about it, but uh, you know, there's only so many times I can do the uh, post-production on that and <laughs> not sound... <laughs> Old, no pun intended. Uh, yeah, so we're back. Episode number two hundred and ninety-two. The the previous season, not really in full swing, I guess. We we haven't got a, a whole lot of uh, official gameplay footage or anything, or anything about uh, any, any blogs, any information about the upcoming game. Uh, still haven't heard anything about NBA Live twenty at all, Ben. Uh, as I was talking to myself last week and, uh, and trying to talk, <laughs> try, trying to talk myself into there being no problem, uh, I did forget that there has been a couple of tweets out there from uh, from Ty Stover at EA has mentioned that everything's fine with nba live uh, there's also the the people that have been the artists that have been working on the soundtrack have put out a, a tweet about that or an instagram post i believe so there's definitely proof that they are working on something but uh, I, I really feel they need to say something soon ea about nba live 20 because it's uh yeah, people are talking and, and not all of it's very positive it, there's, there is that uh there is that worry so it would behoove them i think to say something uh, either way positive or negative
1: yeah well um yeah, you and I were talking about this the other night when we were playing online, or attempting to <laughs> uh, play online. Attempting to, um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it's like, are they going this strategy or, this, or that strategy? And that's uh, um, given by a tweet that I saw retweeted from LGTK and that, because um, I don't follow Ronnie because why waste my time following him? <laughs> but, but... um you know, he retweeted or replied to uh, a Ronnie tweet saying, you know, next week should be fun. Uh, So maybe this is next week is when we sort of start to get into the real preview season because it'd be about a month or so just before the games come out. So yeah, or just just over a month, maybe six weeks before the games come out.
0: Um, It's a good bet, but We've said it last year and the years previous as well. It's a shame that we don't have the previous season like we used to, where it was just rapid-fire information coming out. Oh. I, I guess now that we've redone the podcast that we've got the different topics that we talk about, it doesn't really matter if we don't have news every week because we can find something else to talk about and... Uh, I suppose it's not that situation where we record the show and then some big news hits. That was always fun. Wait till next week; we'll uh, we'll tell you all about it. Um, But uh, uh, yeah, but it is it is a shame that we're not getting that full on previous season where there's a lot of information coming through every day and you'd really get hyped for the games. Uh, I guess it really goes to show how much there's. Even though there is the two games at the moment, there's not really that competition because back about ten years ago, you remember, it was just coming through hot and thick, every hot and fast, every single. uh, you know week and multiple days a week you'd be getting some kind of previews some kind of screenshots gameplay footage uh, a developer blog something like that each, Not... each company would try and outdo each other and what they yeah yeah, yeah. do you remember uh, i was nba 2k 8 and nba live 08 nba 2k uh, they, 2k released the preview images of, of chris paul who was the cover player and he didn't look so good and then nba live released screenshots of chris paul but uh, passive-aggressive shots at each other aside, I suppose, we will hear one thing one way or another, but live, and of course 2K, as you said, possibly this coming week, with the, this will be fun tweet from LD2K, I did actually miss that. Um, yeah, so... Well,
1: it was more Ronnie, he just responded to it. Oh, um, right, right. I think with like a, a GIF, so was, I think it had a Lakers GIF and stuff like that, or a meme oh, well, sort of thing
0: too. Well, it'll be lit, whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> but... Hopefully some more news coming, but we do have some news in the past week or so, uh, which, which we will talk about. That includes the reveal of the soundtrack, uh, more screenshots have come through, and of course, announcement about the demo. And of course, the demo is being called a demo, not the prelude. We'll, uh, that'll be something interesting to talk about. But uh, just before we sink our teeth into that, thought we'd touch very briefly on the screenshots, Ben. Uh, I haven't really been following along with them as much. and po- In previous years, I've, based- I've been posting a lot of bulletins whenever a screenshot came through, and they've been putting out the screenshots and once again they're the ratings screenshots so most of the, the screen is actually obscured by the rating and it's just yep. a close-up of the player usually a low angle looking up the uh the old low cam is <laughs> going on there yep. um it's it's hard to get really hyped by the screenshots because we're at that point of the generation where the, it's not a huge jump from last year and indeed if we go back and look at previous screenshots from last year they look very similar to the previous screenshots from this year but not very much like 2k19 the game that came out and this is something that you've noted a lot of people have noted uh, but if, if you love sweat they're great screenshots
1: yeah yeah like we've we've started and not just myself but a few other people started to notice and it's sort of becoming you know it was um i've even seen it in like nba memes now and stuff like that how uh that they turn off the sweat from the previous version when they do the new screenshots in comparison. Uh, so, in, in this case, it'd be a, a screenshot from 2K19 and then a screenshot from the player in 2K20. But, yeah, you'll notice that the 2K19 screenshot um, has the a, has a sweat sort of almost switched off. Or, like, Early maybe, game. like... You know,
0: yeah. If it's nearly in the game, they're not sweating and dripping sweat yet, so you don't see the sweat effects, and it's not—it's not as impressive, I suppose. Yep. Um, uh, it does—it does look like they have changed the, uh, changed the lighting effects slightly. But again, whether that's done in post, uh, that's also difficult to say because we've looked at some of the previous screenshots from last year, and the lighting has been kind of similar there. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, a, bit, I, I
0: think I bit, think a bit of bullshotting going on.
1: Yeah. I mean, when we sort of looked at a little bit from, I think the screenshots from last year. Uh, you know, it almost sort of gave a similar impression to the lighting effects from 2K14, which I still think is probably one of the best lighting effects that they've had in their game mm, yeah. in recent years. But uh, when playing the game, it was more very much similar to 2K18 and that, which was kind of dull and clayish, and yeah, it just so that in the end, it was it kind of felt yeah like a, like a bullshit in a in a lot of sense and. Um,
0: and that, that, that of course is 2k14 ps4 and x1 the, yep. the pc version of 2k14 of course was a uh, still a port from the 360 ps3 version so just in, just in case people are wondering what we're talking about there i know a lot of people in the community play 2k14 pc because we are uh, i guess historically a pc community but uh, yep. a lot of us on console as well these days uh yeah and, and you've said, said that before i agree it, it does seem to be one of the best when you look at all the screenshots and in-game footage yeah i think two k fourteen p s four x one does hold up in the lightning regard and it's it is kind of a shame that they're doing that i i suppose it's everyone does it you know which doesn't make it right but i guess in in that respect we can't just say well it's just two k doing it um mm. it, you look at even some of the live screenshots last year the ones that were taken in the
1: in that the uh, dream sequence called... yeah
0: yeah and and they because it had no other details they were really high res and looked really good and then not so much in the five-on-five five gameplay, which was which was kind of a shame that uh, yeah. that, they, that they did that as well. But again, it's everyone doing it, and it's I find it hard to get hyped up over screenshots now because we're in that that period where the graphics are pretty good. You know, people say, "Oh, it's, <laughs> these graphics are trash; they're rubbish." And like, well, again, I remember when the faces were just a few pixels for eyes. And and, lucky, you
1: know, yeah, if you're lucky if you had eyes.
0: That, that, that's right, and you just, everyone's got the same jer- every team's got the same font for the jersey number and it's all the same colour, etc., or maybe just a few different colours to match in with the different coloured jerseys. Yeah, so we, we come from a, a very much old-school uh, graphics, so anything these days is so far ahead of what we could ever dream of, playing it back in the 90s and, and earlier. <laughs> Um, That's true. But I mean, uh, that said, you know, it, it, I'm not saying you can't nitpick the graphics because there are high expectations these days, but it, it's more than that that gets me, that, to get me hyped, I need to hear about actual improvements to the game. And even then, I'm kind of skeptical because we've heard it all before. About, oh, this is better, and this is better, and this has changed. And, and you remember last year when they were talking about uh, the, or for 2K18, they were talking about the layups uh, yep. that were artificially nerfed. Yep. And, and they were saying it was by design, and then they came out and admitted for 2K19, oh, that was because something in the new motion system screwed everything up, so we had to artificially nerf it. So the thing that they were saying was by design and good the previous year was actually trying to a Band-Aid fix for a mistake. So they again, it's, it's what we talked about years ago. Last year's game being thrown under the bus and revealing that all the stuff they talked about that was supposedly good was actually a Band-Aid fix for problems. So it's, it's even getting harder to get hyped off developer blogs now, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, which is you know disappointing because you know it's, it's where you're supposed to learn the most information and you know it's supposed to be uh, a genuine sort of um, you know uh, insight to what's happening in that, but you know it's now just sort of PR and then thrown under the bus the following year. So it's like just sort of, yeah disappointing when they do that, and especially how actually that was probably really one of the first times we've ever seen two kb so blunt and honest about something even though um, in terms of open about that being a, a glitch that they they couldn't um, really fix properly and that so using a band-aid yeah. solution so that was that was that was kind of surprising um and, and look I, I hate it when people say oh the developers lie
0: because a lot of times people assume things are happening and then they're not and they were never promised but they t- say it was a lie or they simply say that something was an exaggeration of of course they can say the game is good and then they, then they find out the game isn't as good as you hoped and said oh they lied about it well they can't really cater to everybody's expectations that are up in their heads i suppose but i did feel that was a situation where they lied they flat out yeah. lied the year before and then admitted it and i'm on one hand i'm not shocked that it isn't a bigger deal because people give 2k a lot of slack i mean there, there is a part of this current gaming generation that if it costs you five dollars to get past the title screen each and every time people would say that's okay it's not it's not 2003 anymore well yeah like like that justifies that kind of uh, bs <laughs> but there are people who will make those kinds of uh, excuses for the game but at the same time i there because there is so much outrage about some of the things that have happened the last few years the microtransactions and changes to online and things like that i am surprised that there wasn't more of a a stink kicked up and because I, I wrote an article about it because i i hoped it would get some traction <laughs> and, and and say look you know this they actually kind of lied here and and it was the first time that they really admitted to openly being deceptive in a, in a previous developer blog that really should have been a bigger red flag and a bigger issue i think and it's yeah something something you know along with uh anti-up and the whole issue with the prelude being juiced up there are some issues that really get swept under the rug and you know, we, we all focus on the cosmetic items and the pre-order bonuses and everything and, and those are issues don't get me wrong but you know it does it surprise you ben that we don't hear more outrage over these things that
1: are really big issues when it comes down to it i am surprised and you know given we know what would happen if you know ea did it
0: or activision or yeah yeah yeah
1: well even rockstar i mean they they're getting a little bit slack but they seem to still get away because you know their games are generally highly regarded Hmm. so so it is well they can can
0: flat out put a casino in the game Flat out gambling yeah. mechanics, and some people are just okay with it. So, with yeah, that, well, there you go.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it, it is disappointing, uh, that uh, that things just seem to sort of go, yeah, oh, it's okay. They've they've kind of earned our trust in a lot of ways. Uh, Teflon,
0: it's coded in Teflon, man.
1: Yeah, you know, it's disappointing in that sense how you have this, have the outcry for one thing and then not for another, even when it's the same kind of blatant act or even more egregious and stuff like that, and it's like, eh, it, it doesn't mean anything. It's like, well, double standard much, and it's just, yeah, it's if you're going to hold one company to um, a standard, why not hold all of them to a standard? Absolutely. Man. Or to the same standard, so that way there's no bias element
0: i suppose it's it's the way of things now i mean i saw i think i don't know if i've said it on the podcast before but i was looking at a comment about mortal Kombat 11 uh, somebody on facebook was complaining about the Shang Tsung being part of the combat pack dlc basically and a lot of stuff that's in the dlc would just be there in in the game to unlock for everybody back in the day and that's that's where i got the oh it's not 2003 anymore because somebody was responding with that yeah. pe- people were saying but that's not the point i mean we're getting less content for the same price yeah. so it doesn't matter that it's the old that was the old way of doing it i mean that was a fairer way of doing it, it this is a step in the wrong direction that's the point it's it, it it's not all progress is necessarily in the right direction you know yeah. there's there's a lot of you know yeah so so people will just make excuses but uh with, with that being said the screenshots are coming through uh haven't really been covering them in the news page but shout out to wolfie03 who's been posting them in the forum you can check that out in the nba 2k20 section of the forum and and see what you uh, think of those share your thoughts, of course. Uh other news for NBA two K twenty that's come out, again, nothing in the way of developer blogs yet, uh reliable or otherwise, um, not to be too cynical, but uh NBA two K twenty soundtrack has been revealed. A lot of big names uh on there on there, Ben. Um well, I, I have to assume because I'm I'm so out of touch with the music scene these days. <laughs> um it it's it's the way it goes when you're uh in your thirties I guess. So um I, I've mentioned this in the forum, Ben, but uh triple j of course here in australia you know playing the the latest hits and everything and a lot of people our age have complained that they're not playing the, the music that they like and it's kind of like well it's really aimed at kind of teenagers to 30 basically so yeah. once you once you're the big three 0 um you really got to start keeping up with what's on triple j because it's going to be new stuff that you're not necessarily listening to and and so mm-hmm. it goes with soundtracks of the video games as well uh so, so drake's on there uh, of course drake of the toronto raptors um sort of <laughs> uh travis scott post malone run the jewels meek mill ariana grande um and, and the, uh, the late uh, nipsey Hussle, of course who, who also appeared in in live as a uh, playable character uh lots of other uh, big acts as well uh your uh your favorite uh j cole yeah uh, fe- featured on there
1: yeah featured uh just just really a verse. which is kind of disappointing because you know his name was sort of really highlighted uh is one of the sort of big names in it but So I was thinking, oh, you know, it's going to be a full song But uh, Yeah, it just turned out to be verse Which is kind of disappointing But there's two other Dreamville artists Which is J.I.D. and Earthgang So I'm happy with that um, Yeah, because, you know, their music is actually really good as well And, you know, JID's, or J.I.D. has got like a A really cool lyrical flow And just He can change it He has a few styles He can even do a little bit of sort of RP style singing, as well as he as he did in one song. So he's pretty versatile and in, in terms of things. And yeah, he's he's a he's a good up and coming artist. In that, um, yeah.
0: And just taking a look at some of the other people that are on there. Uh, there's uh, there's Sia, the Aussie, the singer yeah. on there. Uh, Katy Perry's featured on there. So they've gone for kind of a different sound this year. They're trying to, I guess, incorporate a few different genres. And we've seen them do that before. Uh, i have no problem with that i think it's it's a good idea to try and, and uh, branch out from just having the uh, r&b and hip-hop um a lot of people put a lot of sound uh, a lot of sound a lot of stock into the soundtrack i should say um i i very rarely dislike a soundtrack to the point where i have to mute anything it's kind of it just fades into the background for me although that being said i think 2k19 is the first year that there hasn't been a song that really jumped out at me and like i like that song like there's usually been at least one new song i've discovered through the games yeah. in recent years. But 2K19, yeah, nothing really grabbed me. Like It, it was fine. as there into the background. Um, I didn't like the soundtrack, so I chopped it up. Um, <laughs> that, that's an interesting one. As, as pointed out by, uh, by Domi in the forum, there's a lot of obviously explicit songs in there. So yeah. get, ready for, get ready for more silence and uh, censored radio versions of these songs. <laughs> um, uh, oh, when they had Eminem's Not Afraid on there a few years back, uh, man, just big... Blobs of silence just coming on <laughs> as they had to, uh, yeah. Not even getting a proper radio version of that one, but <laughs> well, yeah, even like
1: uh, Jake Holmes one, I think in two K eighteen. There's you know a few moments of silence here and there. And I was like, yeah, so you only got half the song, really. <laughs> yeah, you know
0: what I miss is when they actually rewrote the songs back in the day to be more about basketball, like the the, the NBA Live mix of Right There. Oh yeah, by, that uh, was that was
1: classic. That was it's just it's just,
0: it's just funny when you go and you listen to the actual song and how explicit it is about and what the, and the content of the song what it's about and then the basketball yeah. version <laughs> is just so uh, um i like the like the way the crowd cheer when i hit it up like ea sports I'm in the game of hanging tough it's uh it's definitely different to the original lyrics oh yeah if you go and listen to that uh yeah so that's the soundtrack you can listen to it on spotify uh, i haven't listened to it yet I will give it a bit of a listen over the next week or so and see how I like it, see if I uh, get any early favourites. So, uh, you've had a bit of a listen. Anything Anything jump out?
1: Oh, I mean, I've only listened to the three tracks, like with the one featuring G-I, uh, J.I.D., Earth Gang, and J. Cole in it. So, that's. Um, some of the others, like from the list of songs, I probably don't really recognise too well. Um, Cut Cardi B's in there, I should mention. Yeah, KRS1, sort of old school, Run the Jewels. Um. Yeah, but there's a... There's, uh, it'd be one that I have to go through and listen to myself. I, 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 but from first impression, aside from those three artists and stuff, it's like, yeah, don't know if there's going to be much I like on this one.
0: Well, we're old men, it's hard to... Uh, and uh, also, and also, if nothing else, if not, if not just for the songs, it's the soundtrack. And that's... Of all the complaints I have about 2K in recent years, I don't think any of them have really come down to the soundtrack, because, again... Worst case scenario, I can mute a song, take it out of the rotation, or well, yeah. ignore it. It fades into the background. So, but it, it is the news. So we will. <laughs> That's basically all we have to say about it. Uh, once again, check it out on Spotify. The links in the forum uh, and on the uh, on the main page. I posted the bulletin. NBA k Twenty soundtrack revealed. Uh, the uh, news...
1: I, I will say this, like, in regards to, like, for me, like, the one that Pharrell did, I think was probably oddly one of the more disappointing. I mean, there was a lot of songs that I did like but i kind of was over them by the time the soundtrack came out
0: are you saying that the uh that his uh, curated soundtrack didn't make you happy
1: yeah <laughs> yeah it, it was kind of disappointing like there was just songs that i was over listening and it's like uh back in the day that that shaggy album the one with you know it wasn't me and angel and that like i actually had that album a year before it came out and so, by the time it hit the clubs and all that stuff, like I was over it. <laughs> well, we'll see. I, I, you know, I, I'm very biased towards the year
0: 1996. Uh, actually, driving a 1996 car um, for that matter. <laughs> uh, 23 years later, still going, still going. Can't beat a Toyota. Um, not sponsored, but could be. Just saying. Um, so, so, of course, so of course, so of course, Mr. Bombastic is uh, is my Shaggy song. That's. Uh, Ah, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> of course, is in the that uh, was it a Levi's ad as well. Speaking of advertising, yeah, it was like a claymation. Claymation, yeah, I have to watch that on YouTube again. It was
1: a, it was pretty crazy ad, yeah. Oh yeah that, that,
0: that and the claymation Yogo Gorilla. I tell you, late late nineties commercials in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, something that we should mention with the soundtrack is they are going to add more songs post release, so ah. we we might actually get some more in there that we like, including they've actually got. Uh, uh, a new agreement with um, United Masters to to feature up and coming artists, unsigned artists are actually invited to submit their entries for a chance to be included on the soundtrack. So that's we could right. be, <laughs> be getting some uh, yeah some fresh sounds, I guess, on there. Not just other things that are being added post release from from bigger names, perhaps, but also certainly these people getting a chance. And I mean, when you look at the cultural phenomenon that Two K is these days, it's a, it's a great way to actually get featured. So yeah, yeah, I mean, that that's a pretty cool thing that they're doing there. It, again, doesn't really affect us gameplay apart from I guess maybe hearing some cool new music but apart from that it, it's a, obviously a great opportunity a great medium to get uh, get recognized perhaps so yeah if there's any unsigned artists out there listening to the podcast um, don't judge just for, for my uh, my sound recording and my audio editing <laughs> <I'm> amateur <laughs> or digital broadcaster of a few years now uh, but yeah unsigned <laughs> artists have a chance to submit, submit their entries so hey give that a shot if you if you're up for it because what an opportunity that might be Ben to get Featured on the soundtrack, and who knows where that could lead?
1: yeah, that's true. I mean, um, just using a bit of the backstory from j i d he was technically a soundcloud artist, although mind you he he did know earth gang and he did know bass as well while well, he was actually living with earth gang in uh, at one stage, so he kind of had an inner circle with um some dreamville already, so yeah, but he he was more known before he got signed that he was on SoundCloud and all that stuff, so you never know. So he was a SoundCloud rapper that has, has a SoundCloud rapper that has made it.
0: I, I feel we're missing out, Ben, by not having a SoundCloud, because if we ever have a tweet that blows up, we've got nothing to promote. Well, the podcast, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> the site, my, the podcast. Your clothing. Your, your clothing line, um, my business, <laughs> although I don't really do call-outs outside of Newcastle. It'd be a bit, <laughs> a bit far to go to... That's that's one hell of an expensive call-out fee right there. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I do if they want to pay it. Yeah, If you, 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 want, to, you want to fly me to the States to, to clean out a virus, then you'll do it. If you're, you're paying the airfare, <laughs> put me up somewhere, yeah, I'll do it, sure. It's the most expensive virus removal you've ever paid for. You might as well buy several new computers for it, but hey, I, I'm not, not saying absolutely no. I'm not turning it down. Uh, how, how
1: attached are you to your computer? <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's the situation with the... Uh, with the soundtrack you can once again check that out on spotify uh, i guess the bigger news as far as gameplay is concerned and getting our hands on the game the nba 2k20 demo is coming on august 21st so it's basically three weeks away ben uh for playstation 4 xbox one and switch pc misses out no surprise there that's kind of the way it goes with the with the demos unfortunately uh so that's dropping august 21st 2019 obviously at 12.01 uh, a.m pacific time u.s pacific time uh ps4 x1 and switch as i said um interestingly ben not being called uh the prelude it's just being called the demo and this the little blurb that they released is as follows uh, starting on august 21st at 12.01 a.m pacific time you can get an early start on your my career while testing out the new my player builder and hitting the court two weeks ahead of the game's launch by downloading the nba 2k20 demo in the nba 2k20 demo you can try out multiple my player configurations to create the player that best fits your playstyle will be carried over to nba 2k20 at launch on september 6th the nba 2k20 demo will be available exclusively on xbox one ps4 and nintendo switch so yeah not called the prelude but it sounds like we're going to be able to play multiple builds and really see what they're, they're like and something the, the new my, my player builder whether that's new archetypes or just a new way to construct it uh, i mean as much as i'm burned out of my career i'm interested to see what that's all about
1: yeah i mean this is probably the only thing that I, at this point like I at this at this stage, I have no intent to really buy the game. Maybe if it's cheap, and if some of the crew that we you know um, do get back into it, you know, for a, a pro am and all that stuff. But at this stage, yeah, no real intent to buy the game. Um, but I would give this a go. Uh, the ability to actually play different players, um, archetypes, and stuff like that is a great positive. It's something we've been asking for a while, yep. especially given how the last two years in particular from memory, how poor the prelude has been in terms of, um, it, in depth, in, in terms of getting a real feel for the game.
0: Oh, you, you play through it once. Once, with one, yeah. With, with, yeah. One, with one archetype that you choose. Which
1: and could, you're locked out. Yeah. And, which is like stupid. I mean, yeah, and given, it, in this case, it's out two weeks before, you know, that's that's a lot of wasted space and time for what would be basically 20 to 30 minutes playtime. I, I think last year's one, year was... Oh,
0: you, you finished it in an afternoon, easily.
1: Yeah, you know. and it was like, well, this was a, a waste of time, and it's like, I'll just twiddle my thumbs for the next two weeks while I'm waiting for the actual game to come out, so...
0: You can replay 2KU, the, the game, yeah. like that, but that... Again, having the whole all the pop-ups. If you could just play a scrimmage, it'd be nice. Uh, apparently, no gameplay, no NBA gameplay. I should say in this uh in this demo. So that's going to be disappointing. That that's something from the old days that I missed. At least being able to play a quarter or, so, or a couple of quarters of NBA gameplay with last year's finalists. You know, that's.
1: Oh. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's needed, and you know, it's because. It will give you, a, a well, aside from potentially any generally overpowering sort of element, but that's more in the micro side of things, um, it'll give you a better feel of what the game feels like, especially in a 5-on-5 five five sort of thing, instead of just where you're controlling the one player. So, yeah, I, I think I think it needs that. I, I think it needs at least two, maybe three things. A way you can sort of get an idea for what the online's going to be like, uh, what the obviously my career is going to be like, and what their five on five is oh, going to be well, like. I, I think it, I think it needs that, so that way you can sort of prepare and and yeah, get, get get used to it in that sort of sense.
0: When you see what NBA Live does with this demo, and obviously NBA Live isn't selling as well as Two K, so it really needs to make that impact. But just offers you a little bit that first bit of uh, the one, and then the exhibition games with the, with the NBA, a couple of NBA teams and even adding those extra teams post-release, I think it was NBA Live 18 did that, didn't they? The yeah, de- well, I think, even,
1: I think even 19, I think they added two extra teams in the second week, so that right, way, you know, right. it it didn't feel stale in that sort of sense, and it it also gave you a, a feel for what different teams play like in terms of strategy and, and um, yeah, with with their gameplay strategies and stuff like that, so... It was a good thing that they added that, um, and you know, even throughout the year they they updated the the demo as well. So when the patches came out, that it, it also reflect, reflected a bit in the actual demo as well. So you know that that's that was really good support for both uh, eighteen and nineteen when they were doing that.
0: And, and, and live, obviously, again has to do that because they're trying to really get part of the. Bring back, win people back, win back the crowd, get part of that market share again. So I suppose they do have to go that extra mile that the 2K feels very comfortable about not doing. But it does, really does show where 2K is focused now on the whole my career situation, and I guess that will lead a little bit later on into what we're going to talk about for our uh, featured discussion. But but it shows how much it's really focused on my career and the connected experiences that they're not even giving you a five-minute exhibition game between last year's finalists whereas yeah. which was basically what they do in the old school demos even the stripped down 2k demos so, 2k's demos have never really given you a great taste of the game even when even when it was right. more even when it was when it was more competitive between live and 2k the 2k demos yeah. it, it was
1: it, like two minute two two minute quarters or something like that or, yeah yeah and, and, and yeah, it, it was
0: 800 megabyte download on old connection it was yeah it, it took a long time for me to to not really play it for long i think it, yeah, it definitely took me a lot more, a lot longer to download the demo than it did to actually spend any time with it, and, yep. <laughs> and it was one of the reasons that back in the day, it took me a while to get back into 2K because that's it's like, oh try the demo, you know 2K is great, uh, and I mean motion was was the big thing for me the controls and you can relate yep. to that as well, but I I, I downloaded the demo on 360 um, in that last generation just to see you know of course then it eventually came to PC I, I'd check it out. And the demo would be stripped down, there'd be no commentary, they they took out all the play calling and everything. So it was I was like, this is supposed to be better than live? And, it, and it's got these wonky ISO motion controls and then they're saying it's better than live? What are you talking about? And then you'd actually play the full versions of those games. Like, oh, this is actually, you know, yes, I can see what they're talking about, but you don't see it from the demo. So uh, 2K demos have always been a little bit disappointing. I, I think we've talked about that before. Um, yeah. But, but, th- but this demo coming out August 21st, I, I totally agree. It, it's... The, something we wanted to see you really need to have it because if you are playing online you need to work out what archetype you're going to have before you you jump into it the whole situation and and then to commit to it whether you buy Long vc yeah. whether you're buying vc or you're just grinding it like i did last year and grinding at the badges you need, need to see what works uh, do you think there's going to be any kind of online play because if, if they did have a my player builder apparently there's not going to be any story so it's not that's why it's not the prelude they're not gonna have any story which is not the worst thing in the world um to to do that and apparently you're going to be able to test it out at higher levels which is possibly a tease and we've talked about that before the whole juiced up prelude how how it's juiced up sliders and everything it makes you feel like you're a badass even though you're 60 overall <laughs> you yeah know, you can do everything <laughs> then, the, then the full game hits with a different tuning and suddenly it's a lot harder because now you're going to buy some vc get some quick upgrades you know <laughs> um, so in theory a lot of this sounds good but 2k's track record you're like, okay, what's the catch? You know, is, it, yeah, is, it, which, yeah. is the full version going to come? And then you know, you, you have to commit to one of those archetypes or you, you get it, you're going to have to really upgrade quick because it's going to be a very different experience because you're not going to have those juiced up ratings and sliders. Are the starting ratings going to be higher this year, as they should be? You know, it's, it's really ridiculous starting at 60 overall um, and the amount of hours you have to get because you can still have a long grind on the road to 99 if you yeah. start at 70. It would still be hundreds of hours to do it, which is, you know, still ridiculous. But you could do it, and full-time job level. Yeah, and and I think if they want to make the road to ninety-nine something special, get rid of some of the things like giving away free copies of the game or whatever. If if they if they're really worried about people getting to ninety-nine, too many people getting to ninety-nine, just do that. I mean, not many people are going to get there anyway, because as you said, full-time job hours putting it into the game, which you really can't do unless you're a basically a a youtuber you know a streamer someone who's can dedicate themselves to gaming as a profession um and and the whole idea that you start out with with uh key skills and athletic ratings that are so low you know below nba average and you're supposed to be coming to the league at your physical peak basically you know 19 you you should be as athletic as you're ever going to be maybe not strength because you may have to build that but you certainly speed and everything is probably going to be as fast as it's ever going to be as high as it's ever going to be Really, if they upped that and just made you about around right, about you know seventy overall to start, but you're still got to work hard and and your key skills a little bit higher but you're still got to work hard to become star level ratings and superstar level ratings that would that would still work and the road to ninety nine would still be very you know still be a fairly long and involved journey and everything and and it wouldn't be just a stupid grind but you know is that is that what it's going to be again I, I can't see it not
1: being to be honest yeah I think the benefits of all the microtransactions will dictate that that won't be the case, and then and you know we can dog on that all you want, but it, it's it's definitely in in the way that they have designed the game the last couple of years in particular, we can see how long how much longer the grind has become, uh, and again that's force those to spend money in that. <laughs> and and now all the extra cosmetic items they're going to be adding, you know extra ways to to make more money in that so to to, to the non barbie game yeah yeah, yeah. exactly
0: I'll, I'll never i'm never letting him live that one down <laughs> yeah i mean that was
1: that was the most inappropriate thing anyone could say and given the events of what we know he was going to release the next day <laughs> the day
0: before his shoe blog i mean come yeah. on it's that, that that couldn't have been a worse look if he uh, um yeah, if if he announced a decision, basically, <laughs> <That's>... yeah. <laughs> and no, yeah, yeah, ju- yeah, and
1: just overall, what the game has become, you know, it's it's you got to spend money on all these cosmetics to to the point that in the following year where, I think it from memory, it was the following year was 'cause because it was two K seventeen when he said that, wasn't it? Yeah, that was two K seventeen. And then two K eighteen, they had the the expensive ha- haircuts, haircuts. Yeah. and and other things, and yeah, it's it's like yeah you got to know uh, yeah, obviously he was just, just, just honestly just stupid to to do that and say that try, try uh, to be try to be a big shot and shoot
0: down what well, was actually a very fair point that there's not a yeah. lot of hairstyles for players not you know the the, the variety could be a lot better especially yeah. compared to live um, oddly enough to say um and, and they have added more since so so they kind of took it on board people people who are actually working on the game not just somebody who pretends he works on the game and takes all the credit for it and then when there's issues uh
1: you know uh, uh, it's not me it's the devs
0: yeah yeah Th- throws it throws the devs onto the bus and then takes all the credit when it's uh, when it's positive yeah yeah that's uh I- i'm sure that's very makes him very popular in the office um, so <laughs> speculation is about that aside and speculation snark aside um yeah it's um i think getting this new my play builder definitely the right step uh if if it's juiced up ratings depends how they handle it in the transfer over to the transition to the full version uh once again if if there's no story i don't mind that uh if there's an online component where you can build the players and then maybe play some preliminary pro-am like you can in the the live demo i think that's a good idea no no i mean that's just my speculation there and not snarky speculation this time that would be good if you can do that (laughs) Uh, and certainly trying out multiple MyPlay configurations. No, I think that's a, a really good way of handling it, and I, I'm glad they've taken that on board, because that has been the weakness of the previous demos, as as we said. Um, yeah, I'm mean, looking forward to checking it out, just seeing what it's like, our first taste of the game and everything, but yeah, just, a, just a shame there isn't any NBA side of things.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that's a disappointment thing right there. Um, I think, too, what will help is... Like, it will come down to communication, and it's like, you know, especially if the you know, the player levels that we get to play at, you know, if they communicate that, okay, this is what you can expect your player's ability to be like if it was rated in, like, an 85, you know. Hmm. Transparency. I, I, yeah, you know, so it, it, have expectation meet reality in that sort of sense with with, with that sort of thing. And I think that will help, um, you know, if there's any... Uh, blowback from the community and stuff like that it was like well when the game actual game releases was like well my player felt like this when in the demo why doesn't it feel like this now it's like well as we stated that this is what you'd roughly uh
0: this is what it feels like after a bunch of upgrades yeah, yeah and, you know, and 10, you know, 10 15 if, hours into the game this is what it's going to feel like if but you've, yeah. got, you've got to work up to it but this is how it's going to feel once you've got some badges and things like that
1: yeah yeah uh, i think too like if if when you're in the my player build or whatever it's going to be, you know you, you get to see the badges, the archetypes, mm. the overall rating, and so that way you know again clear and get clear and precise communication. It's like for this player at this point, this is what their build is, and this is the badges and archetypes and stuff, and the ratings that they have. Have that information there visible even if it's you know one of those sort of prompt ones you know where it highlights okay so this highlights some of the badges press X or whatever button for Xbox uh, you know next thing next thing that kind of if it's something like that you know it takes like five ten seconds of user's time uh, it, it makes things clear and precise and that way they can't say oh I didn't know and it's like well you have these prompt things which sort of triggers you to actually Yeah, pay attention. So, if
0: if you'd explored the demo, you would see exactly what the situation is. Um, To to that point, do you think? I mean, do you think it'd be a really good idea if that player that you take over, that you can lock in one player from the demo, you can take over, and it's got gives you a big boost out of the box, but it's a one time thing. Imagine if they did that; that'd be fantastic. Like, you like say you play the demo. I mean, it's not so good for PC because it doesn't get the demo. But if you could get that boost, like say. By playing through the demo and choosing an archetype and saying, "Okay, I'm locking that archetype in," and that's the one I'm going to go take across to the the game, um, you know, that starts you off at 70, for example, with a couple with a couple of badges, maybe. I think that would be fantastic because that will give you an uh, incentive to check out the demo and to play through it and to try some different archetypes and say, "Okay, yeah, that's the one I want. That's what I'm committing to." If you start if you start over again in the full game, you're not going to get that boost. It's a one time thing because you know, otherwise, you could just have people keep the demo on the hard drive and, and and just keep you know using it as an exploit so by all means just make it a one-time thing i mean i i still think it should be a one-time thing that your previous years my, my player gets gives you a boost in the next game as a, as a returning game bonus just just once can't do it multiple times so that i could get my 93 overall and not necessarily straight to 93 but you know again up to 75 or something you know kind of like a buyback system on the vc cents on the dollar kind of thing you know i, I i'd love to see it but Oh, uh, you know, I, I here I am getting excited about an idea that, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think they're going to do. But it would be great if they did.
1: Yeah, I think you know if they did some form of um thing like that, it would be great. You know, it's like a uh loyalty reward. Yeah, le- legacy loyalty reward sort of thing that you know, especially if it obviously it ties into your PSN or Xbox Live accounts or mm-hmm. even Steam. Yep. yep. You know, if it recognizes that you've bought previous versions for so many years you know there's there's some extra incentive and that that sort of stuff for being a loyal customer Uh,
0: really wish they would do a PC version so people could find if it would run on their PC and things like that I mean it it, it only comes out on Steam legally so it's not like there'd be multiple platforms to do it for either so
1: so they're not doing the Epic Store at the moment oh probably not no (laughs) no, no, which is a surprise given that um, that uh, they don't have to They'll get yeah the um, the fees and stuff they have to pay Epic aren't as high as uh, Steam it and stuff like that. So you think there'd be a way 2K wants more money in that? So
0: yeah,
1: and it doesn't have to go full like exclusive in that, but you know you put it on there. You know given yeah, I think
0: mean, some of the backlash maybe. I mean everything, everything yeah. else for two k is on Steam. Well, uh, well actually actually GTA Five uh, PC has its own launcher. I got that version and. God, that launch (laughs) just sucks. That's that's, that's another story. Um, Badges and archetypes. I think they're going to have to rework that a little bit so that archetypes have more sensible badges. Um, I'd love to see a free throw rating again. I mean, again, I I don't think I'm going to be playing my career much this year anyway, but I I think that would be the right way to go for people who do. Uh, And if there's one thing I think they should take from the 2K League, it's to really streamline the archetypes because we've seen how having all these different archetypes have actually ironically given us less choice because there's only a few of them that are really viable for online play so with all the combinations you can pick a whole lot of different combinations that are useless or, or not really suitable for online and mm. i guess maybe with, with this builder it's it's going to help optimize for, for online play hopefully um but, but i think i th- you know it's one of those things where one of those cases where less is more i think they've got too many different archetypes that either end up op or or just you know it's- useless yeah i about. so maybe this is negated a little bit or helped a bit by having this my player builder in the demo i'm getting that that uh first look at it but I, I think also for the sake of balance in the full version you, you do need to look at archetypes because archetypes have been kind of broken the last couple of years and really weird badges for some of the archetypes especially when you do the the different um uh, hybrid archetypes so i, I think that's something that they really need to do this year and moving forward into the next generation, especially with online becoming competitive, online being such a big thing. I mean, there's a reason I think they've only went with the five archetypes per position at uh, in the 2K League, and I think they know, and I think they need to take that balance and bring it to the home version because we're the ones paying for it, and we don't want to yeah. pay for a a lousy, <laughs> a lousy version of uh, of the 2K League. We want we want a good home version of uh, competitive online play. Uh, you know if that we say we whether we're going to get stuck into it ourselves personally. It, you know, either way, I wanted the game to be good for those who want those features. So yeah, I think they absolutely need to, to address those situations with balanced badges and archetypes. That otherwise, it's it's going to be more of the same.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I will state like with the uh, yeah, but how it's allowing you to try different builds on that. I know that would appeal to X and some of the guys because they felt mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Their builds were absolutely useless th- this year, and uh, and they didn't enjoy playing them in the end. So yeah, that that definitely will help you know with people's situations like like with that if they you know start to get really deep into the game and that and they find out that this build is not fun, it's not enjoyable. Yeah, uh, and it's yeah feels useless compared to and the online see, uh, scene and all that stuff, then you're not going to enjoy the game. And that's what we saw with a lot of the guys this year and, and why we weren't really able to get uh, Prime going very well or just even have the general sessions and stuff that yeah we used to in previous years and that. So
0: I know, I know X has uninstalled the game, so that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how, that's how much fun he's having with it. <laughs> yeah. didn't, wouldn't want to even play my career, yeah. Uh, and, and I did. I played the hell out of my career, and that's why I feel like I'm going to move on in 2k20 because i've i've done everything i pretty much want to do with it i was telling you the other night making it to the hall of fame and everything else so it's 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 time to move on i've, I've had enough of it and if we're not playing online i have no reason to to grind up a player to use online because that was the main thing i was doing this year but kind of got stuck into into the offline as well and uh really enjoyed it but i've kind of played it to to its maximum at this point um but but hopefully the demo gives us a good uh snapshot of what to expect in the game because that, again, that's been the problem and the whole situation with playing with higher ratings I, I hope is is transparent and it, that it's not really misleading. Uh, we've had too much of that in recent years and, and I know they feel a bit untouchable with that. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people have been very loyal to 2K and made it as, as successful as it is. I mean, yes, the hard work of the developers have <laughs> made it a success as well, but certainly there's been a very supportive community that has been supportive of the game through its ups and downs and some pretty shoddy... Uh, mechanics and behavior so uh, I, th- I think they really should be trying to deliver the best experience possible not just making a virtual ATM machine you know a virtual casino gambling mechanics Uh yeah so I guess fingers crossed for the demo Ben
1: yeah fingers crossed and um you know maybe it can persuade a few people that like myself who are like not really interested in, in actually getting the game this year you know maybe it gives us a chance to go okay this this actually might be a good game yeah and yeah given that the last two years probably hasn't technically been its best in terms of things um, just yet yeah, some decisions and the way the game is heading in a lot of ways it's like yeah, yeah.
0: It, it feels like we should be in a golden age and, and I've been trying to work out how to write this write an article or a video about it maybe but you know, I guess something we may, we may uh, even cover on the podcast in the future as well it feels like we should be in a golden age but we're not really it's it's not with te- technology we have today and what we have at, at our disposal and what the developers have at their disposal it really feels like possible gaming should be in a better place but somehow it's not
1: yeah i agree
0: some of that might be other things with gaming I mean, microtransactions and everything recurrent revenue mechanics it's it's not just 2k and this this stuff so it's it could be just with the way gaming is headed and we remember better times as far as artistic oh, creativity oh yeah. and such so and that, that that i think is is the the big sticking point for maybe older gamers like us that we remember a time that uh that it was more about creativity and the art of, of video games not so much
1: and uh, not out of the thief in not, terms uh, of Steve.
0: not 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 out of uh, out of the um yeah of making money from <laughs> microtransactions so it's uh, but that, that is a big focus obviously is my career it's no surprise that the demo is focusing on that and that there isn't any nba content and and that does bring us to our our future discussion to to talk about this week uh with, uh, with a second voice on here, we can actually have a feature discussion that's not just me doing a voice. <laughs> it's, uh, me and Skip T. Grine talking about basketball games. Um, yeah, so the the topic you actually brought it up, and that's why I wanted to uh, revisit it as you come back on the show, is whether the career modes, the focus on career modes, is really taking away from the rest of the game and and, and such like that. That was basically how you, uh, how you wanted to approach it, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was basically... Uh... In terms of development uh, and the users' Focus, experience and stuff, yeah, yeah you know, because um, it was, it actually sort of came about from the night you and I played online five on five against each other, and then I realized that that was the first time I've played five on five mode in two K nineteen. It was like. Whereas in previous years, even even in 18 I played it a couple of times, like a few games mm. here and there. But it's like been a massive decline in my sense, in my experience, that I'm spending less time in in those modes, and I've had like the idea of wanting to do like the my career, uh, my league stuff. And I just haven't got around yeah. to it because you know the the heavy focus and the heavy amount of hours you have to put into my career. So I was look, trying to look at it, you know, a few different. Pers- perspectives and stuff like that and sort of see, uh, you know, even engage with the community aspect, you know, have they noticed a decline in terms of their experience to what they feel maybe even the development of uh, or in times in, in terms of the focus from the developers. And again, we can also address this with NBA Live the last two years or the two years that's relief, that it's released in that that's
0: um, uh, yeah. has all been all about the one, basically.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's sort of not not focusing on the other modes and that. So there's that element to it as well. So yeah, it's, it's sort of a a discussion about those sides of things, and uh, you know, we would we like a change in that and that sort yeah. of pattern behavior and stuff like that? And
0: yeah, I, I suppose well, I suppose one of the first things to note, and, and this is another thing that I've been thinking about either talking about it on the podcast or certainly doing a video or, or article about, is that obviously the career modes are the most popular modes. Career and the connected online modes are very popular these days and, and kind of the, become the main selling point. And it's interesting how they, they overtook it because we remember a time when it was all about franchise mode. You know, yeah. fl- playing multiple years, getting through the draft, um, building your team and, and f- doing free agency, basically putting on the virtual GM suit and, and then controlling all the players, being the coach, basically playing every role on the team and it's really gone down to this streamlined my career the one career mode experience and my theory and i I might have to uh work on it a bit more and expand upon it in a future uh, feature or podcast i feel that it's popular because career modes are the most video game mode in a sense because you think about it you're controlling one player you don't have to worry about any of the npcs they do their thing Uh, it's all about you it's very much focused on the protagonist of the mode you can even put a story to go with it that you don't have to worry about uh, building your own story your own fantasy in your head it's all there for you and yeah you just control the one player it's it's very much a video game mode a video game version of basketball and also it encourages you to be a ridiculous star and, and to grind for your badges you need to put up ridiculous numbers and things like that so it it really I think appeals to people who just want to play a video game version of basketball rather than more of a simulator.
1: Yeah, I, I I can agree with that, and I I think you know it has that sort of almost Hollywood sort of story to it in that in that sort of sense. You know, yeah, purely focused on this one person's journey and stuff like that, and yeah, I can sort of see that being a, a uh, or oh, a direction that that's not yeah, going with. it seems to
0: be the central theme of, of the situation. And you don't have to really worry about realism because it, yeah. it's it's putting yourself in the NBA. So you're, you're already changing the reality of, of the NBA as it is. So you're, you're creating this, this story and everything. And it's it's become popular. And there was always that push for career modes. If you go back and look at old wish lists, people wanted yeah. to have a career mode in there because they liked the idea of taking control of one player or your own avatar, for example, and, and playing through a career. And there was kind of a logical extension from from franchise modes, a career mode, but yeah. it's it's really taken over with, with the popularity, which is I guess why they're focusing on it. Uh, but it has taken away from the a lot of the aspects, uh, and that, and, and also focusing on the online aspect as well, because I think even that's taken away from offline my career and and the one that, yeah. that, that that focus on competitive online has also taken away that focus on on sim because 2K at one time was incredibly sim but it's it's moved away from that direction because it's it's more about tuning the game for competitive online and which is part of the whole career and connected experiences
1: yeah i agree and um yeah especially with the 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 way it has broken the mold and how how has broken away from its traditional sim format and that which is a disappointing shift in in the way and especially the way that you know, the game was used to be marketed, you know, it's like the number one sim basketball game, you know, they used to have that mm. tag, where it's now counterbalancing and tuning and retuning to uh, exploitative archetypes to uh, exploitative shooting builds or dribbling mechanics and stuff like that, uh, and cheesy moves. And, and so, yeah, I, I think it's it's definitely change the game in a in a negative sense in that way that it's it's a a chess game in trying to prevent exploits and and uh yeah and, and by countering that you have to create a, a cheesy exploit to counteract the cheese and that sort of sense and it's yeah. like it, it's it's not what it used to be in that sort of way it's, it's definitely more trying to break the game in that sort of element
0: I saw someone over on the 2K Reddit. They posted uh, screenshots from a, a My Player game because, of course, my career used to be called just My Player, and now My Player is the avatar of my career. But a uh, My Player from uh, 2K11, where they got to 99 overall, which is a lot easier <laughs> than getting to it in uh, in the Road to 99 in the current games. And they were talking about how much fun it is that you can just create this player and become this, you know, this Jordan Lebron-esque kind of. Know, generational superstar much easier and just dominate the league because you don't have to worry about picking the archetypes and everything that are going to work online and offline and things like that the the restrictions for that are there as you said to balance online are mm. not not even just taking focus away from developing things like the franchise modes but also even affecting the offline my career and if, and even the offline micro is all about built building up a player with badges and everything kind of for the online situation and it's it's strange that you see a lot of people... Um, I, I've looked at their 2K cards and they've barely played the NBA or their NBA stats are so low, but they've played thousands of uh, playground games or, mm. or Pro-Am or Walk-On or Jordan Rec Center games in 2K19. That People just aren't playing the NBA side of things. And is it, is it a situation where, they're cater- where 2K is catering to that and realizing people aren't playing the NBA side of things so they're not really putting the, uh, putting the focus into it? Or is it the people are uh, just or because there's the focus isn't being there or sufficient focus the two people are like oh well i'd play the nba stuff but it's not it's not satisfactory so you know which which is first and how are they balancing off each other and how are they affecting each other and i guess maybe it's a bit of a vicious cycle that you know it's, it's like franchise mode in, in life people saying oh well no one plays it and so no one plays it so we're not going to upgrade it or, or they're not going to focus on it because nobody plays it but if they focused on it and made it better people would play it yeah, you know, it's, so, it's, it's, <laughs> so it's yeah, it's it's you know catch 22 there.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, it'd be something I I mean I I want to go do more with it in terms of things, but given the fact that you know it has less features and abilities than uh, Last, you yeah. know, generations past. Yeah, it, it's it's two kinda, generations
0: ago actually really when you look back at yeah, kind of live 6 dynasty mode.
1: Which is a shame, you know. It, it it should be something that have that has been pushed forward and stuff, but in the end, it's being pushed back and in, in shifting focus because of this mode and of in this case the one and that. And it's like, well, the game needs more, and especially if you look at the live circumstance, they can't just focus on the one. You know, they need they need more depth to the game in that sort of sense. And you know, they've had the WNBA license for two years and now 2K is going to have it this year, and it's like, well, they had a two-year head start, but what's the bet 2K is going to come out stronger and have a deeper mode for it? If it's and, a single and, season or something, yeah. Yeah, in, which, in its first which year, which something. is like, which, would, yeah, it would be disappointing, because, you know, they've had they've had it longer, and really the only thing they were able to do with it was expand some of the elements into the one. and Court battles
0: and uh, yeah, and, and the uh, street sport tour, yeah. Which is which is better than nothing, but at the same time, it's if if you're it's not missed into, opportunity. If you're not, yes, it is. And if you're not into the career modes or court battles, then it's it's not appealing. It's you, and you're only using it in one mode. And and 2K's kind of got the same problem with it. a lot of modes are very self-contained. And live is even worse with it. That you know you've got the historical content, but it's only in ultimate team or, or court battles. It's not, you don't have the old decade all-stars or things like that that we used to have. So yep. they're, they're not making full use of everything and it's just a very bare minimum and very uh, segregated, basically, their content. You know, as you said, WNBA caught battles and the streets and the same with, with historical modes and you've got WNBA play now, but you could be doing so much more with it. And this does lead into a debate. You see it a lot on Twitter between, uh, within the basketball gaming Twitter, I guess we want to call a basketball gaming Twitter sphere, <laughs> um, you do see that the argument about gameplay versus modes and i'm not going to downplay the importance of gameplay because there's a lot of stuff in live that gameplay does need to get better but you need to have a little bit more with the modes there needs to be a little bit more meat on the bones because after a while people will say well you know i i don't mind the gameplay in live 19 it's not i do have my complaints but like i'd play it i'd play it more if i could get into the modes but ultimate team took a step back i know ultimate team my team's not your thing but Ultimate Team in Live 18 was pretty solid. It They actually kind of gutted it in Live 19. And it's weird because Ultimate Team is a mode that, again, a lot of people like to play because they played in FIFA, they play my team in 2K, and it's also a mode where they have microtransactions. So it's kind of odd that they didn't put more into it because that can actually make the game some money. Because if, yeah. if you put packs that people are willing to buy and content that people are willing to pay for, they will drop money on Ultimate Team and, and my team. So I, I didn't, I don't. Um, but but, you know, I did actually didn't live 18 because they were doing the, uh, they're doing the, the legends packs where you get guaranteed legends, you know, the, the legends, which is a lot better than two K's historical packs where you have a small chance of getting a throwback player. You know, live was doing it that way. I was actually spending a bit of money. I got my Scotty Pippen that way and I was happy. I was happy to spend a bit of beer money, <laughs> you know, a bit of pocket change on, uh, on, on my, on ultimate team a couple of times during the year. And I'm sure there'd be people who'd spend a lot more. Than than I did because I didn't wasn't breaking the bank on it so yeah I, I'm surprised that they went backwards on a mode that will actually make the money a mode that is very popular that people like I mean even if franchise mode is uh, considered passe although I think there's a lot of I think that's overblown and you, you look at what two uh, has done with my league and how deep that is now what Leftos and the yeah. team have done with that um, <laughs> obviously it's not you know you need that in the game you need some staples and to see the uh, see previous games have more depth in the modes it's really a step backwards so you need to keep pushing forward with the gameplay don't get me wrong but if you're not doing something with the modes getting put a little just a little something each and every year and bringing back something like all-star weekend and everything if you're just focusing on this one experience you know literally the one experience in uh in live and, and my career in experiences in, in 2k uh yeah you're neglecting a big portion i think of the fan base still even though it, it may not be the most popular modes, but you've got to have that well-rounded product, and, and live is just not doing it. And, and even 2K, because, again, 2K having the best sim gameplay for years and, and reaching a level of sim that I always wanted to see in live and never saw, and now 2K has moved away from that, and it's it's got to be frustrating for some of the sim heads uh, on the on the dev team that, that they've got to have this, uh, you know, I don't want to put words in their mouth or anything and certainly won't name names because, you know, I can't speak for their feelings, but I know there's a lot of people who are really into sim working for 2K, but they're making a game that's really drifting away from Sim, and it's really that that's being driven by this focus on my career in the connected modes.
1: Yeah, and just trying to drive in micro, microtransactions as well. So, yeah, it's 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 disappointing in that sort of sense. And, yeah, uh, it, it definitely helps us, you know, users have the greatest experience when we have... Full options, you know, and with two K being or live being so light compared to two K in that sort of sense, it it makes it harder to justify spending, you know, a potential sixty dollars or mm, yeah. one hundred dollars on, you know, a game that has like one, one or two, yeah, one one, one core focus mode, one,
0: one viable mode, yeah, really. Yeah, I cool. mean, we, we know modes, yeah. we
1: know live has been on sale a lot, you know, and done a lot of things to try and boost sales and that. But in the end, if you're wanting to get to a, a point where you're having a constant full price game that's appealing, and that you really need that extra depth, and it just can't be focused on on this thing yeah, uh, on it, it on, on this extra, on the one
0: extra content, extra modes,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, sort of one of the other things I wanted to sort of bring up about this sort of discussion is. Um, Again, sort of relating back to that time that you and I played and, and on, against each other on online and stuff with the five on five, it's a, a re it's a readjustment when you're going from focusing on a one player, one camera mode. Yes, yes. To then playing on a five on five, and you, mm-hmm. you know, if you had, especially one. if you play on a you know more of a side uh, sideline camera as okay. opposed to yeah. yeah, compared to what you might do like the two K cam and stuff like that, it's. A definite readjustment there, and then trying to, when you're switching players, and that, you know, if you're just using the direct button to sort of switch player, or like just pressing, I think it's X from memory, so it's been, it almost feels like that long since I've really done it, that, you know, you switch the player on defense and that. Yeah, and pass, you know, pass might, button, yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you, you might not get the exact player you want, so you, you're losing a track of where you are or where the, um, where the icon is to know which player you're controlling and that, and it might take one or two attempts to finally get who you want. And by that time, the, you're probably beaten in a play in that sort of sense. So it's like, yeah, it's it's a readjustment in that sense, and then you got to adjust to the player's jump shot timing to their skills and attribute mm. type levels. So yeah. it, it takes a little bit, and where, you know, where, they're, where they're best to <laughs> yeah. shoot from and stuff like that. So there's this whole... Relearning curve, you know, it's it's, yeah, it's like trying to ride a motorbike straight away, and that sort of sense you are thrown into the deep end, and, and and when you haven't played those modes for so long, and it's like, yeah, it plays with you mind. It's, it's and it's it's similar too, like when you're going playing from like uh, NBA Live, and then or two, playing 2K, and then go switch to NBA Live. You know, a couple of the button configurations are different, especially yep. like when you're trying to go for you know, trying to take a charge or something like that, and um. You know, it's different in in one game and the other, and it throws you off, and then you end up doing something that you're not in, not intended to do, and then it's like, oh right, that's just right, I have to I have to button. press this yeah. button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that that's that sort of, uh, yeah, that re- readjustment you have to do in that sort of sense. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 becoming more noticeable in that sort of sense. Uh, I'm just trying to think,
0: uh, oh, and I think the animations point that you brought up is an excellent one because you get so used to your own shooting style and your own yeah. player, and and I guess that's why people like it. Again, going back to that point I was making at the uh, at the beginning of the segment, is, is that people like that video game aspect where you are focusing on your avatar, your one player, you know, actually your one player in, in live, or you're my yeah. player, your my uh, player, your, your player character that you've built with the animations and the archetypes and everything, and you know that player, and you can do all kinds of ridiculous things, score 100 points, 125 points that I scored in that one game. Um, just because I'm so used to the jump shot and everything and how my player plays. And then I played played you, I played Leo on uh, you know uh, Valor on it's in, a in, in, in My Team game as well, My Team versus My Team. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's obviously, he's played a bit more of My Team this year, so he's been playing more five-on-five five and certainly knows basketball, knows how to play the game as well. And he was a bit more used to a lot of his uh, jump shots, and I'm missing jump shots with, with players who should be able to knock them down because I, I don't have the timing down because I'm not used to the animations, because I haven't played as much of my team. I want to play a bit more for it uh, before the game wraps up, but any, in any event... And, and yeah, it is, as you said, an, an adjustment to go back to the five-on-five. Five. And, and I think maybe that's why you and I... I mean, the big thing is, is, is grinding up a player for online, which we've been doing a lot the last couple of years. So that's yep. why we've been really going to my career. But it's a very streamlined experience, so you can see why, because we've been sucked into it as well, and especially with the connected online modes and enjoying them and wanting to have a player built up to... Be viable online, but you do get very used to it. So then, when you, try as you say, you try to go back to five on five, and now you're trying to handle multiple players and all their skill levels and their animations, and and it is an adjustment. And you think, oh well, I'll just go back to my career because that's an easy, uh, (laughs) that that's easy, and I can dominate and I can know what what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, So so I've played that, but at the same time, I do I do miss the NBA gameplay and having felt felt so burned out on my career and now feeling very accomplished. You know, I've, I've gone from feeling burned out to now accomplished and feeling like i can can put it aside i'm actually looking forward to going back to five on five but it's getting to the situation where the five on five is that going to be a a satisfactory experience because now it's not the not what they're focusing on and look at nba in particular with the nba live i should say focusing on the on the one a lot of the stuff in the strategy whether it's the league or franchise mode because even the league part of the one is not as deep or really focused on as much as as you know, the franchise and everything else, or just mm. the, sorry, I, not franchise, uh, like the streets, World Tour, and live events and things like that. That's where all the focus has been. That's where the new content is coming through. uh yep. So, this focus on, on it's this very tunnel vision, focusing on the career modes and their connected experiences, it's gotten to the point where it's not just the, you know, the, okay, so the rest of the game is fine, uh, you know, cause, because My League is pretty deep as it is right now. Yep. So, Putting aside any quibbles with the 5-on-5 five five gameplay, my league can give you a pretty damn good franchise experience to say the very least. And they've even got my GM there as well with the story on it, attached to it. But you're not even getting the content. I mean, there's more, 2K does more with my team, but live with with its franchise being stagnant, my t- uh, ultimate team, I should say, taking a step backwards, the NBA gameplay not really reflecting NBA gameplay. It's like the point guards still trying to drive all the time. That's NBA Live 10 level of ai quirks um you know that's a very last gen situation and because live was going in such a great direction when they had dynamic dna you yeah. know and, and all that kind of stuff that all that sim based stuff that 2k picked up and ran ran with it um and of course taking losing all-star weekend and all this great stuff from everything and it's just all about you know the one all about the one or all about my career uh it's a shame and as much fun as i've had with my career uh, especially now that i feel very burned out on it yeah, I'm looking at other modes and thinking, wow, well, I wish they got a bit more attention, or, or the gameplay, the five-on-five five gameplay, wishing that got a bit more attention.
1: Yeah, I I agree, and um, just sort of thinking, you know, is it getting to the point with these with these games that maybe you know after you know, especially that we know two just K just renewed their contract with the NBA, and that is it getting to the point where they might not even need the NBA license as- aspect of the thing anymore because the games are more focused on the sort of micro-modes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think you still need it because the NBA sells. You've still it, got... Yeah,
1: it adds that name factor, yeah. And, and you've think... still
0: got my team, so you know, yeah. being able to collect Michael Jordan cards and, and LeBron cards and everything. and I think there are still enough people playing the NBA side of things that you couldn't get a license. I mean, if, if for example, if live tried to go unlicensed and just went like street balls or something I, I think that would really just be the death knell for the game you know because, yep. get getting rid of the nba license but it is interesting that people do play that much playground for example when we played when we do head to the playground and uh, hit the streets when we got next ben um, yep. <laughs> and we see we we come up against people i mean how many playground games have we played about 100 between uh, each between us something like that uh I think, I, talked, think
1: I think I think you've got a little bit more obviously because you've had the game longer and I've a uh, 100 now. and I also I'm I'm probably around the 50 to 70 mark I'd say. So, uh, so... I I forget to check uh, but I know you've yeah, had, had oh. like 15 or something wins in 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 the park and all that stuff.
0: So it's upwards of over 150 between us. Yeah. So which is not much because you look at people who've played literally thousands. You yeah. know they, they've got Two thousand wins, but then they've also got five hundred or a thousand losses. You know, so that's three, three to four thousand games sometimes that they've played in mm. in, the, in the playground at least, which is just. And then you got also
1: got, got to take in account waiting times as well. You know, sometimes you can be waiting twenty I mean, that's, minutes that's, for that.
0: That is still a big thing. I mean, thematically, I I get got next. You know, I, I know how Streetball works and everything, but it, it's literally simulating sending in line. Like yeah. the, the most boring part of any activity, <laughs> waiting to do the activity, is what's yeah. being simulated there. And that's the problem with the free roam mode. That and people just coming and going and saying, oh, you're not good enough. You know, look at your, uh, or you're only amateur level, you're your only pro, or you're only pro, pro two. I'm, I'm elite, whatever. You know, I'm not elite, but that's what they're saying. um And, and, and saying, okay, so we're not going to leave the game. So the people, as you noted the other night when we were playing, would rather stand around
1: yeah and, and standing simulator 2k 20 not 2K19. even standing in line
0: stand there in the playground uh because they don't want to play with who, who's there they'd r- rather not play than possibly have a less than optimal experience or possibly lose a game which is funny when you see how many thousands of losses they may have already so it's kind of like well you're not averse to losing right you? <laughs> you know, yeah you know, you're obviously competitive but anyway um and it's yet- funny
1: too because like that night when we played the other night you know, we went up against a YouTuber who, and his team and that, who 99 had... 99 overall, yeah. Yeah, you know, they had some... We managed to beat them, so you, you never know. You know and that was, that was a fun... That was actually kind of a fun game, too, I, I especially... Got,
0: I got footage from that. I got your... Same. Clip, I got the clip of you blocking him, and then dunking at the other end, and then I just... Yeah. I, I've got the rest of the game where we end up winning. Um, I, I
1: kind of wish that, I. I think I probably did save it a few minutes later, but... It basically, kind of the following play after that, I got another block on his teammate, and that, and that was a pretty nice block as well. So that's probably
0: probably in my footage, so I might have to yeah, upload that one because
1: I'll upload it. I like so I, I think I have both, but yeah, I, was, I, 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 I just I was, didn't get him in the same clip. I mean, I was he, like, he was tough,
0: but I, I thought yeah. I was doing a pretty good job on him, you know, as much yeah. as I can do, um, you know, without a lockdown defender uh, build. Um, but yeah, and, and it was fun. You know, and and that's thing we have had some fun online, and that's what's frustrating when we have all the sessions that aren't. Um, but to get back to my original point, you have got these people playing thousands and thousands of playground games. You can't be and and waiting around, as you said, you can't be spending a lot of time with the NBA side of things. Then either my yeah. career or or franchise, my league, or, or just even play now playing with some of the historical teams. There's a lot of stuff, and that is, I think, the because of all the time you have to put into my career in particular the one is is better in that regard but all the time you have to get there if you want to get up high on the road to 99 and even get to site 92 93 so you don't have to go to the gym every you know, five games to do that you've got to put it in so much time that you can't play other modes whereas i know back in the day when we just had franchise mode for example you could play or franchise dynasty you could play that or association and you could also play some exhibition games play all-star weekend mode when you feel like taking a break so you could really sink your teeth into everything that was in the game, but my career, the career modes are just such kind of a really almost like a black hole, basically, of just sucking you in. If you get into those modes, you have to dedicate your time to those modes.
1: Um, yeah, which is disappointing. You know, you, you do want some bite-sized modes, and you know, just for variety. But also, you know, if you like, I said in another podcast. You know, if you got like twenty minutes before you have to go out, you know, you want a quick little game of something. Uh, or, you know, you're just waiting to do something. And again, it's, it's kind of similar to why people play mobile games and stuff like that. You just want something bite-sized for a few minutes and something that you enjoy. So yeah, having having those extra depth and, and versatile modes and, and that have that wide variety of different things you could do, you know, it adds to that. And, and again, I'll we'll, we'll also mention with the dunk contest, it would be great to have that where you can actually practice it, and not uh, when you're in the micro areas, you only get that one chance, and you only get that one attempt with the dunk, and because you're not used to the timing of it and how how the mechanics and that work of it, you bum your dunk, and you basically screwed your chances of winning it. Like even if you get your next dunks, you're basically outside the top two anyway, so you can't you have no chance of winning it at all. Which is you need something to to be able to practice in that and.
0: To and, get and the, used
1: yeah. to the controls and the mechanics of it, but and, and the
0: rules aren't anything like the NBA contest. It's yeah, not yeah. a representation like the one that was in two thousand five to oh nine live. That is, wasn't yeah. exactly like the dunk contest that year, but it was it was along the lines because it was around that time they were changing up the rules every year or so. But it was yeah. kind of it was very NBA oriented. Basically, it was very much like the NBA contest, whereas this one is nothing like it. One round of three dunks—that's yep. not how the contest works and the scoring is ridiculous you know you, you do a i was kind of ridiculous in 2005 and 09 on as well but you do a really good dunk and you get a score of 32 you know in uh, yep. in, in this one because and and all the complex ones and the controls are clunky and everything I, i'm on one hand i'm surprised that 2k and, and I, if this was 10 years ago i think 2k would have done that we would have implemented a better dunk contest than three-point shootout, all-star, and possibly an all-star weekend mode. Although they didn't at the time, in their, their dunk contest—I don't think 2K's ever had a really good dunk contest.
1: I mean, no, I, I think well, I think it was 17 where it felt like a tie hero, where you're just button mashing.
0: Ah, uh, 13. Yeah, 2K13. 13. 13. 13. Okay. I, I, mean, I
1: thought there was one in the next gen where um, we uh, did. Ah, they, they might
0: have kept it for 2K14, 15. Um, 17 was definitely, I think, the button way of doing it. Oh. I, I don't know when they transferred over, but they tried to simplify it. And it's, it's funny because they've got some pretty good dunks that you can choose, although they clip to the rim. Like the, the dunk dunking animations are not really...
1: Spot on, yeah.
0: Yeah, they, they're kind of weird in that respect. But it's we've gone past the time when it's really about the creative side of things and really capturing the sim side. And again, this is the focus on my career, how it's... And, and online, again, the connected online experiences... It's it's less about the art and it's more about the competitive online play and microtransactions. So they're not really going to bother doing a full blown all star weekend, which is a shame because it's something that nothing no one's done it better than Live did from two thousand five to oh nine. It's yeah. the one one thing that Live has done better than two K that two K hasn't then come and done it better afterwards. Like two K has brought got rights to Gribbling and done that well. Uh, they've got franchise mode after two K and uh, after Live, I should say, and. <laughs> just left any kind of any version of live franchise dynasty multi-season mode nothing compares to even association or certainly my league now but the all-star weekend live has still done it better than any other game that's come before or since and that's that that's stretched from 2005 to uh to 2008 sorry 2004 2008 when live 05209 came out no mm. other game has done it better and, and 2k hasn't bothered but why would they because everyone's playing the playground or, yeah. or or pro-am or even just my career where in my career it's what one game you know one, mm. one, when you get to the all-star weekend if you get there and if you don't simulate it um so yeah it, it's it you see how that focus on that has just sucked some of the creativity out of the game because it's all focused on this one experience and especially now with online and i think you can't you can't ignore online obviously and we've we've gotten to enjoy online when it was better but you know, it's even something that we as, or when it
1: actually uh, works <laughs> when the servers
0: are up yeah <laughs> but i mean it's it's something that's drew us traditionally offline single-player gamers it drew us in so there's a lot of great stuff with with online uh conceptually if not in practice you can and you see how that's taken a few backward steps over the past few years as well uh, but because it's so focused on online stuff these days and uh, which is all part of the career experience i suppose the connected uh, online modes it's really taken away some of that creativity and the focus on sim it's uh it has damaged been damaging to an experience that i really like and would like to enjoy again that being said though we have been drawn into career modes ben and a lot of people are these days so is it really a bad thing for the game i mean we we look at and we remember all the great sim things from the past and all-star weekend and all that stuff but that's us and our memories and our nostalgia we see the game obviously being very popular is it really damaging the game itself you know to, to the core audience as we get older we're moving out of that core demographic sad to say you know is, is it actually is it a problem to be honest like that's that's what i'm starting to think is that we're kind of dinosaurs to focus on those modes which is not to say i don't think those modes are valid because they still absolutely are and it's not just quote unquote old heads who are who are playing those modes but it's not hurting the game to move away from that direction to move in this direction. So that's, what's, what's interesting. It's, it's, it seems that the younger crowd is wanting to play playground. They don't want to play the NBA stuff in an NBA game, which is kind of interesting and and same with live that it's all about the streets and, 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 and getting, unlocking this gear. And we, we, we kind of turn up our noses at unlocking gear in live events and say, Oh, that's not that exciting, but people do love it. So this is a situation where you got to. I, I look at it and, and say, am, "Am I, you know, am I out of touch here? No, it's the children who are wrong." Um, <laughs> <I> there's <thought, laughs> a reference in there, but it's you know, are, are we are we principal Skinner in this situation? Is what I'm asking.
1: I, I think I think there's a valid argument to say that we are, to some extent, um, maybe. Yeah, I, or we can even use the reference from the Jake song "Middle Child." You know, we're stuck between two generations. Mm. You know, and it's it's.
0: We we can kind of adapt to the new, but we still miss the old kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, there's when we remember the old, and we know, and again, this also relates to 80s and 90s NBA compared to today's game as well. So, in in real life, and that you know, we remember how good, uh, how it wasn't just like a, a three point shootout from like 35 feet to just to um or 40, 50 attempts at a three point shot in a game. And it's like yeah, we remember when people were athletic and well, people had more skill in in terms of that, and it just, um, and even how much harder the contact was in terms of things like the, you know, the game wasn't as soft as it is now. Uh, so yeah, it's it's we're kind of in that. I think we're in that middle child situation, ironically, in regards to that overall. So yeah, the principal Skinner analogy also, yeah, I think that applies in, in that sort of circumstance
0: it's and and to extend the Simpsons metaphor a little bit further uh to to the show itself these days when it's you know entering its thirty first season, if you can believe that ben <laughs> the Simpsons <laughs> um how it kind of rips on current culture pop, current pop culture and kind of looks down at it, but it also tr- still tries to be cool at the same time it's yep. kind of like kind of like a mixture of uh, Homer and the Rastafarian hat trying to fit in at the uh yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the festival, but at the same time old man yells at cloud, so it's kind of yep. this weird mix of the two. Dad trying to be cool and grandpa trying to just rip on everything. Uh, uh, from... I
1: was thinking, program Hans Morman. where like when um, uh, Bart becomes the heir to Mister Burns, and then the detective guy tries. Uh...
0: Oh, deprogramming. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> what, that, that kind of works too. So, and it's and it's something we have to acknowledge that we are getting older, sadly, and that the game may not be focused towards what we want anymore and the times are changing as we're reliably told it's not 2003 anymore which is which is not a bad thing because in that back then was terrible so <laughs> and, and, and games have come a long way but at the same time has every step been in the right direction yeah you know I, I i think a lot of the people just as some you know you brought up the nba sort of things and people the plumbers and dentists things and The people that oh, it's just nostalgia. The the old days sucked. It's it's all about LeBron is best, which is funny. They've kind of thrown Kobe under the bus, and he was still playing up (laughs) recently as twenty sixteen. But anyway, um, you know, give it another ten years or so, and maybe somebody like a Ben Simmons resign Williamson. Now that now he's in the you know there maybe someone like them is in the conversation of of now the upper pantheon of all time greats. And uh, I think a lot of LeBron fans will will realize what we as people who grew up in the eighties and nineties watching the, the NBA. They'll realize what we're talking about, like, oh, yeah, you know, ripping on we the weren't old so pe- wrong after all, ripping on the old generation and saying it was garbage, and it's all about the current you know i, I think we're in that we're kind of in that maybe as you say middle child part where we're we, we can appreciate the old and the and the new um we we're we're kind of we're not so old that we're stuck completely stuck in our ways, but we're still old enough that we realize that we were kind of dumb as kids and and, and <laughs> kind of hated on things that came before us and thought things were you know the things are newer than they appear <laughs> like the whole yeah. like athleticism for example but yeah. i mean with computers it is different because technology has unquestionably come a long way even in the last decade let alone uh, two or three um but but yeah it, it's some of the things philosophically and thematically with games um the, the idea again of, of standing around with got next like people like that and they like the idea of free roam and you've got some people saying oh free roam should come to NBA Live," and i think that's something that nba live should stay away from you know nba live should do their own thing with with their online connected modes um we we don't need the the next situation it's i I like the lobby situation because people come and they stick around and the game starts you know so it's it's you're not standing around in a a free roam environment waiting to play because people don't want to play and there's some of the toxicity that comes on in the community and i know a whole uh that's a topic for another time i suppose but it's it has damaged a, a lot of the traditional experiences but yeah I, I do have to admit that it hasn't actually it's not killing the game's sales or recurrent revenue uh so yeah it's it's kind of a mixed bag but it is a shame that, that we don't have the depth and the creativity the like the kind of artistry i guess that we had when we were getting all-star weekend and all kinds of things like that and, and certainly the the focus on sim that, it, that it's all about this uh this um playing with a single avatar and an online um you know the mmoification as uh, that former eve online developer called it in a, in a reddit post it really has gone down that way and it's all about the 2k league though that being said if you want to make it about the 2k league uh, maybe get rid of some of the gatekeeping in the mode you know don't have it locked to the uh you know i, I know they want to make it like 2k league without ai players but that's hard for, when you're playing the home version, you kind of need that sometimes to get a game, especially when you're outside North America. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's, um, I won't say the game's going in a bad direction. I mean, it, it made me feel like it to us, but I, I, I do think there are things that could be better. When you, when you look at that, I think, to really make this a golden age, you know, to bring it back to that concept, the golden age of basketball gaming, I think it really should be a combination of the great things from yesteryear and the new innovative things they're doing is online today you know you have the best of both worlds because you've got the technology and the power to do that and it's not really coming together like that and but that, that that being said a lot of people do, do express their frustration but then buy the game every year and which which i guess i do but then i'm a content creator so it's kind of <laughs> necessary to do to some extent um but unless there's a backlash I, I guess it won't change and that's this is the uh the virtual hardware we're living in now ben
1: yeah, which is kind of that, like, yeah, uh, I can see like, yeah, I think with what you're saying it's, the games are sort of taking a sideward step as opposed to step forwards in a lot of ways, and I think, yeah, it's kind of plateaued in, in, in into some regards or, you know, one or two positives here, then one or two negatives here, which sort of gives that counterbalance in, in terms of, you know, potentially going forward and that, so it's just a shame, like, yeah, it, it as you know, we, you, we were talking before about the whole, you know, Golden Era stuff, it's like, we should be there, but mm. we're kind of not, like, 2K11 and that was probably, maybe one of the times we could say we were pretty much close to that, obviously, except for the whole... With Lion ha- part. yeah. Yeah, but then, you know, with 2K11, it didn't have the right stick dribbling element to it, but it, the game was probably one of its most sim and most in depth. It wasn't about recurrent revenue spending and all that stuff. So I think that was probably one of the higher points. And then we've probably dipped a little bit here and there, made some ground, but lost some ground with other decisions in that. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely a roller coaster in terms of where we're at with the game and where, or with the games and, and the genre in that in particular and, what will happen in the next generation is going to be the uh, going to be a big test as well i think uh, What? what... It's, um,
0: it's a game of runs almost like basketball itself actually <laughs> yeah think yeah about it. Um, yeah and, and it's you bring up 2k 11 and a lot of people do say that that is the best 2k to this day um, I, I don't necessarily agree with that completely because i think advances have been made in uh, for example in my league and, and certain aspects of online and, and things like that but yeah, I, I mean, and graphically, I mean, you know, yeah. people people say two K eleven's graphics are better than two K nineteen. Like, oh, no, 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 they, they really aren't. I mean, you can mod them, and they can look really, really damn good. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you, you put them side by side, and uh, yeah, maybe with some yeah, fil- maybe it's, with it's, some maybe with some filters, you know, some FX or something. The 2 sweat sweat, sweat oh, filter bring, from bring out a big sweat filter, you can do anything. You can you, yeah. you, you, you can bullshit your way to anything. Um, but that being said, people do. look back at 2k 11 fondly and i think like you say because it was a high point um i I think we do focus a lot on the high points that the last game that really blew us away like i you remember nba live 2000 was held up as the the best nba live game for a long time even though arguably like 2005 and 06 and even 2004 were better than it in many ways but it was still being held up 2000 as the epitome of live gaming of, of the series and, and you know it a 2000 was for its time an exceptional release it is a high point in the series without a doubt but it has been surpassed in a lot of ways because it was released in 1999 you know the technology has moved on uh although it it now the faces from the game do look pretty damn good actually for a game released in 99 especially a pc version uh but that being said it was a game that was a landmark release and it really blew people away with brought in the legends remember that year yeah. uh, jordan on the cover so well, jordan as the insert on the cover tim duncan is the main character main main cover player i should say character tim duncan is real as, as far as i know Have, haven't met him but i believe he is real um <laughs> more, more real and be fresh anyway um <laughs> thankfully <laughs> so it's the last release that really impressed you and that stands out i think nostalgically and makes that biggest impression on you but it it, it is undoubtedly a high point but still you don't really accept the next thing because everything else feels like less of a less it blows you away a little bit less kind of like, and maybe even with 2k14 with the omg trailer because there were things about 2k14 that weren't so good i mean look at my gm that year etc yep. you know and that was a very shallow game no roster editing things like that no creator player so there were definitely drawbacks as the generation began but it it was such a jump forward in graphics and blew people away with that and some of the new animations etc that uh that it stands out in people's minds so it's it's hard to say you know, what what's the backward step and what just doesn't feel like a big enough step in forward, you know. But I do feel we could be in a golden age but aren't and some of it does have, have a lot to do with this direction and the focus, you know, on on this, uh the the, the tunnel vision, this this focus on just the one mode, the one, literally. Or yeah. or my career. And maybe that's the way of the future, that's the way it's going and we just have to adapt or or move on to a new hobby, I suppose. Play older, <laughs> play older games, which you can always do to a certain extent. Um, but yeah, Fallout
1: it, it, and The Last of Us.
0: <laughs> I mean, we've we've got options, I suppose. But, but but even Fallout's changed. You look at Fallout '76 and becoming a online multiplayer. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and, of,
1: and and all the um, issues that the games had as well. Which so, is so, yeah. Some,
0: sometimes you go back to an old favorite, you know. So then that's that's why people do. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's interesting to look at and how it's really how the demographic has really changed, and it's it's really interesting that an NBA game, a lot of people don't play the NBA side of it. It's uh, Yet I don't think you could get rid of the NBA side of things because it's so important to have, to promote the game and to have that content in the game. I mean, people want to have uh, Steph Curry's jump shot and they want to play against them in my career to a certain extent, but yeah, a lot, a lot of that traditional gaming, you know, I, I wrote a Monday tiff article about it, uh, I think maybe a couple of years ago, ha- has traditional gaming, possible gaming come to an end. And I don't think it's ended, but it's it's definitely... Uh, less of a, of a priority for both developers and and gamers and uh, i suppose as long as as we're more interested we as a whole as possible gamers are more interested in the uh in my career the career modes and the connected online experiences that's where the focus is, is going to be and and some of us uh some of us old heads i guess are gonna have to like it or leave it maybe yeah,
1: yeah that that whole live service element it's, yeah
0: well, as long as they don't become
1: free to play, I suppose. <laughs> we already
0: have the microtransactions anyway, don't we? <laughs> so <it's>, yeah, so <laughs> we get They, they, well they double
1: dip. They double dip. So,
0: <laughs> but uh, I mean, to end on a positive note. Uh, I have actually enjoyed my career a lot this year, and in recent years, it's. Uh, I know I've done it a lot simply to grind up a player for online, and that hasn't been as fun the last couple of years. But and and I just gave up on two K eighteen completely. But. 2k19 i have played my career played the hell out of my career actually um to play the two full seasons playing every single game without simulating except for the last 50 seconds of uh, of the championship winning game because i wanted to try and sim past that bug in the second year (laughs) i was ready to ready to finish up the mode you know made it to the uh, made it to the hall of fame all all good to go you know i want to retire that player get the cutscene, record that throw it up on youtube uh yeah i mean I, i to its credit ben the, the career modes, as much as we have complained about stories and be fresh and uh, and balances and be fresh and uh, other things and be fresh um, and infomercials
1: much, and be fresh
0: and and, and be fresh in infomercials. Um, <laughs> as much as we've complained, uh, we've had some good times with it. So even though it, it has moved in that direction, we've you know we're not so old that we haven't made a few adjustments ourselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, we kind of laid. The foundation ourselves when we were doing our franchises modes, you know, in a way that you know um, we'd incorporate ourselves or other users in the community as a way for engagement and, that, and interest that people come back to their threads and they want to see how they're doing, how what the interesting story side of things that we do. So yeah, it, it's a shame that yeah I think we did a couple of more more interesting things than and what some of the development stories have been in terms of it and, you know, different ideas and not everyone having the same experience in that. So, you know, I think that's one area where they haven't been able to achieve yet that we were able to do mm. is, you know, we're, we're looking, for example, and particularly with the Living the Dream situation, how how much of a, a bird experience that was for us given you know in terms of our ethnicity and skin color and that it's like it, it the story and the character and that didn't work for us in in in, in that sort of way we, we looked uh, stupid
0: creating white players for what was it, definitely not supposed to be a white character yeah and uh, yeah and then so, the story being on rails you know i mean it was yeah. it was a fine story i think if you had a, a preset character as you did i mean if you were playing as a preset character but it didn't gel with the whole rpg aspect again if you were yeah um, white or asian hispanic uh you, you know it, it, you don't fit in with your family and you're supposed to be a twin twin brother of twin sister yeah. um so, so i mean it was it was at the same time doing that while at the same time asking you oh put your face in the game so you're trying to it it didn't gel with the rpg element that they were going for and that's i think something they have to work out with my career moving forward uh, yeah. even I mean, to this day like people still saying like the, the character even if as of 2k19 the character's kind of whiny and, yes. and like, people said, "Oh, you know, you're not quite Jordan yet." Oh, I'm not Jordan yet. I'm like, no, you're 65 overall. Of course, you're not Jordan. yet. You know?
1: <laughs> you're not even Lonzo Ball yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not even Reggie. You're not even Reggie Jordan yet. Let alone Michael Jordan. But, you know, <laughs> may not even be that uh, Mike Jordan who played very briefly in the 2000 season for the Celtics at <laughs> 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 the coincidental same name. Uh, yes so, yeah you're not even michael b jordan just as young yeah. what a, <laughs> no, i was what, gonna what, say i was gonna say that. what, what a well. player you know just as young you know me and him championship 2017 champions with an august baby um, <laughs> yeah uh, and it, what they do with the next generation whether it's going to stick with the story effect or whether it's going to be something like online multiplayer you know nba online multiplayer nba career mode that would be pretty cool to, to have you know like if we could show up in each other's career like in a connected mba part of things you know there's all kinds of things that could perhaps be done um, and it, and if it is if they are going to focus on the my career i think they do need to innovate that because it is getting a bit stale and that is the other thing is that it's focusing on a mode that well, we're getting to the point with my career i think that it's kind of like the franchise modes were years ago where you've kind of done everything you can yeah and that's going to be the bec- next uh big challenge i think is to actually get them make my career fresh because they did it in 2k14 when they brought in story modes i mean they've had their issues and be fresh and other issues
1: um <laughs> <laughs> uh cut scenes, be fresh and unskippable cutscenes with be fresh and <laughs> and then even vic uh yes i mean
0: they've had their issues with the story approach but it's now we've had we've had more of my careers with stories than without at this point mm. so they're really going to find the next thing to do and if they are going to focus on it and if live is going to focus on the one, then the one is, is has to be a lot better as well. Because the one is still behind my career in far, as far as depth is concerned. Yeah. So I- even that, I, I feel like I couldn't get into... As much as I've enjoyed career modes in, in 2K, I, I couldn't get into the one, that side of things. So I'm kind of like, oh, I don't really want to play it. It, it doesn't really draw me in. And, and not because of a lack of a story mode. Um, and, and, to, and to your point, when we we're talking about the, the franchise stories, the story threads and everything... Is that you could imagine it? You had to imagine it and you had to have that own fantasy and you were building, you were world building, whereas now yeah. you're presented with the world and you don't. And, but it's a world without lore. I mean, if you look at an RPG like Fallout or whatever, there's a lot of lore with the world. So even though the, the story's not completely on rails, I mean, there is a set ending and everything that you can choose and brand, story branching and everything. But yeah. be, because. You have some influence over things that are happening in the world, and there's all things to learn about this deep world. I mean, you run around the neighborhood a bunch of times, and you've you've seen it all. You know, yeah. You've see, you've seen all the murals, you've seen all the cool stuff. Uh, the story is the same for everyone;
1: it plays out the same way. It's more of a passive story. Yeah. As so, so, to. so, I
0: mean, this you can't really explore the neighborhood that much. You can run. Through, it's some interesting stuff in the back streets, actually. Um, when I was getting the the Marathon Man trophy, I was like running through all the back sections, and it was yeah. funny to see all the like different cafe areas and, and uh, pickup trucks and uh, and forklifts and everything in the in the back streets which is going kind of, the back alleys you know there's some, they've actually done some uh, uh, admirable details there. actually kind of interesting to see but apart from that, that once you've seen it it's it's just background details like it's not a law that you can discover like a real rpg and frankly i don't want a big open world I, you know, I I don't want to fall out map in 2K to be honest.
1: Oh, especially with the amount of running you have to do. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I would definitely get the marathon man trophy with that. You probably <laughs> get that in,
1: probably get that in the first two nights <laughs> of playing. For the
0: first week of playing running across the map, that's surely got to be 22 miles. <laughs> 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 26 miles. Um so yeah, so that that's something you're going to have to work out and but moving forward, I I feel like I'm done with my career. I mean, I'll uh, I'll play it in the demo because that's what's all that's going to be available in the demo, but when when the game comes out this year, I think it's going to be uh, my team and, and my league for me because I, yeah, especially if my team is going to give away some good cards like they have this year in, in two K nineteen or last year I should say, uh, with with locker codes and so forth. If if they are as generous as they should be, well maybe you balance out a little bit because the market has crashed kind of. <laughs> you know, you get opal cards for t- uh, two thousand or well, twenty thousand MT, which is ridiculous, but also quite good because I got I got uh, opal Michael Jordan on both now. Um, oh, nice. se- several jordan cards actually on both uh which yeah didn't happen for years and suddenly i'm just i've you know i've got more jordans than i can actually play with because you can only play you can only play with one version of him at a time sadly so i can't have a, a lineup of jordans, unfortunately. <laughs> um yes yeah, so, so that's that's what i'm looking to do next year because my career I've, I've i've had a lot of fun with it but i've kind of played the hell out of it and it's now that i've hit a, a goal of getting to the hall of fame which is something i've never been able to do in previous games uh, yeah, I'm ready to put it aside. Yeah, and I think
1: like, if 2 continue with their trajectory of, you know, having to have five players or Pro-Am, um, you know, and yeah. I think yeah. a few of us potentially feeling burnt out with the game and that that, that Pro-Am experience isn't going to be there for us, you know, so that...
0: Walk-On's just not the same. Yeah. Like, it w- would be less of a problem if the, the community wasn't as toxic as it can be, sometimes, and that's not entirely on 2K. You know, we have to take responsibility for that. But I do think a lot of things that 2K do, and I've written an article, I've drafted an article about this, about online play and etc. I think it they really with some of the gatekeeping and the elitism, uh, they really do cater to that more toxic part of the community. So, yeah. and and you you cultivate your community and your user base to a certain extent, and, and I think it's played they've played into those attitudes, and it's it's made walk on Jordan Rec Center. It's not that fun, you know, unless you've got, unless you've got the f- three or, f- or four people, and you're just using it to, uh, you know, get someone else to be the fifth, and, and mm. they, then they end up quitting, and you've got an AI player anyway. <laughs> so, um, it, it's, it's just not as fun. It's, it's not a viable substitute for, for Team Pro Am, and by all means, bring in matchmaking. If people don't want to play against AI players, fine. Put it, bring in matchmaking settings where you can say yes or no, or simply, you know, if you want to make it streamlined just have five users against five users that's the only people you get matched up against and everyone else you know mixtures of teams three versus four for versus you know, three four, versus, four three versus three and let that happen so that way everyone wins everyone gets catered to and that that i think is also a, a, a downside of, of this laser television focus on one way of playing and one mode of playing is that mm. you're trying to cater to this one group of what one group wants when you've got a mode that can cater to many and be very welcoming and you've got different levels of skill levels and going back to that thread on reddit you know somebody who's not experienced with the game wants to get into online play but they get shooed away because it's all about oh get good but they don't have the opportunity to get good because they're thrown in there have a bad experience against much better players they don't play they don't get good because who wants to play because you can't play against plays your own competition level your own skill level yeah so you've got to do this you've got to bring in matchmaking um I, i've got a feeling that a lot of that is uh, so that to force people to grind the game spending hours in the game or spending possibly spending money on it as well so it's good for those metrics and those optics but it's not good for the experience and i, and I think again overall focusing too much on any one area of the game gameplay single mode whatever content uh you don't you can't have this well-rounded product that we really can we really could and should have in 2019, and uh, I do hope that that's something that both EA and 2K uh take into a, into account moving forward. um uh, Any final thoughts on that, Ben?
1: Yeah, uh, I was just sort of two quick ones. I was just sort of thinking in regards to you know the the whole living the dream story. If they did like what FIFA had done with the Alex Hunter thing, I think that could have made the story work a bit more. Where you know it's a dedicated character. Um, I think that could have been a way they could have gone about that approach. Um uh, the second one was uh this year we with two K nineteen, there wasn't really much of a new mode or really big feature set that they really introduced this year, was there, compared to previous years and that was what was that?
0: No, I mean there was a new story, uh, for my GM and my and my career. Um yeah. We got some new stuff in my league. Uh, th- there were some new modes in my team. New, new sub modes in my team, you, you like triple threat, triple threat online. Okay, um, so so kind of sub modes, but nothing big like like an all star weekend or something that we used to see back in the day, like yeah. or, or or indeed when we first got my career, like we did. But there's nothing like that. It was kind of a expansion of what was in the game already, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. You reckon there'll be like a big new mode for the game this year or do you think more potentially introduce it in the next gen where they can sort of flesh out the idea i a would bit more?
0: i would say next gen but then i was thinking back because again thinking of doing a friday five on it uh, times that last gen releases surprised us because occasionally they do and you look back at 2k 14 pc and, and 360 and, and the ps3 when it when they came out with uh lebron path to greatness yep and that wasn't a next gen thing that was just something for last gen. Um, so there, there, there's a possibility that this being the end of the generation, they just throw something out there to surprise us. At the same time, back then in that part with Bustable with Gaming still making its transition into the whole microtransactions and everything, I think it was there was still more artistry going on with it at the time, so yeah. it was still about delivering some kind of mode, whereas now it's like, well, we've got these modes that work and are popular and make money so that's all we have to do. It 2K's be, kind of become its own worst enemy in so much as it's I don't want to say resting on their laurels because it because it's that's selling short the fact that developers do work very hard on the game. So I, I kind of want to be careful how I put it, but they do have a formula that works. There's no need to really be trying to push uh, artistically mm. anymore. And and even with live, I mean, you look at how I mean they've done a little bit more to try and get a hook and 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 win people back from 2K, but like not doing anything with jam even on the 25th anniversary i mean that was a very missed missed opportunity to bring out a new nba jam especially with oh, the playgrounds yeah. coming back and the 25th anniversary and everything so that was a missed opportunity there um and of course uh nba street not coming out i know they've got some of the street elements in the streets in in, in live now with the one but it's not we're not seeing that artistry and that creativity it's really okay what's what's the base expectations what's the formula that works and just kind of building on that sort of live maybe not as much as 2k um so i I, it seems less likely that we're going to get that surprise that that oh wow they actually added something for the next generation i won't rule it out completely and i think it'd be really cool if they did but i I think it's less likely because now we're in a situation where there's more comfort perhaps and less creativity so it's more about working on what's already in the game and, and sticking with that formula that works and makes money so i'm not expecting a big mode for 2k20 maybe there's like a reworked uh sub mode in uh in my team for example like they did with triple threat online last year maybe there's something like yep. that but yeah I, you know whether we get like a new jordan challenge or nba's greatest or or even like part the greatness or something that's that's why even the cover players aren't really that uh special anymore because they don't even even their pre-order bonuses are more about things like a oh, Maybe you get a card in my team, but it's you, know, you get you get clothing based on the on the cover player for, for your my player, you know. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, once again, it's all comes back to that focus on uh, on my career. It doesn't have the creativity not going not spreading out across the entire game as much, um, which is a shame. But yeah, I think I think that's that's again that's the world we live in now, <laughs> the virtual world we live in with with 2K and, and live, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I don't see it.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm the same. I'm, I'm worried, yeah. like. Remember when leftovers talked about, you know, that they have this wall of ideas and stuff like that, and it's like, ha- have they either reached the peak of that or maybe they have something, maybe one or two things for next-gen and that thing. It's like, well, maybe the hardware capabilities aren't, aren't there for what we want to try and do. Yeah,
0: I think it's tapped out to a certain extent with the current-gen um, tech, but, yeah, it has reached a very comfortable position for them selling... Eight to ten million, or, or more copies a year, and raking in the money with microtransactions. What? Yeah, do you change the winning formula? I mean, mm. yeah, that's. You, you didn't see the Warriors firing Steve Kerr, did you? In the middle of five <laughs> five straight finals appearances. So, if you if you got the winning formula, you you ride it until it's no longer the winning formula, and that's maybe when you change it up. But I, I guess we'll see. And I, I don't think it's I don't think it's the developers so much as as the company is very comfortable with this current uh, current direction. So Well yeah.
1: Well yeah, we know the incentives that Strausnick and that gets from we
0: certainly, yeah, we certainly certainly do, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh all, all this goes back into to developers and to the game. No it doesn't. It goes back into stock buybacks and executive bonuses.
0: Yeah, you know, if, if give the give the hard working hardworking developers uh you know, give them a pay rise and, and certainly invest in those servers because well we could tell you some stories from the uh, the other night but we might leave that for another time because we are running a bit long, but uh, suffice to say, Ben, uh, the the fixture service tweets still uh, still relevant.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, very <laughs> still, much so.
0: <laughs> but uh, we will see what happens with the upcoming games. We will cover them, of course, in the news uh, news bulletins and forum posts, and of course here on the NLC podcast. Uh, that has brought us to the end of this week's episode, episode number two hundred and ninety-two. We hope you enjoy tuning in. Uh, good to have you back on the show,
1: Ben. Talking to somebody it's, it's- else, not just me. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's been good to be back. You know, and just. Yeah, just trying to sort out what what has been the issue and that, but it seems like it's not played up today, but um, what's the chances next week that it does? (laughs) So, yeah, it's... it's, I, I mean, I could buy a new headset... That, that's it, a chance. It, it, seems to, it seems to be working, so yeah, it's yeah, it's possibly. But there's but... a chance that it's it's not the problem. It's the actual USB ports. I think is mm. I think that's the issue because even when I plug in like USB storage devices and that, sometimes I have to go to the device manager and disable it and, and re-enable it, and that forces a restart just because of whatever reason. So I think I think it I think it is something more with the actual USB ports as more than the headsets because yeah, the headsets that I've tried. When we have played online, you know, I've tried both in recent weeks, and that from when we've played online, and that both seem to be fine when playing on PS4. Mm. But uh, but yeah, it's just something with yeah with the laptop at this point. So yeah, it's
0: need, need to spend some VC on those uh, on those USB ports. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hopefully, moving forward, there'll at least be uh, two of us talking to you at any given time. Not too many of my monologues or breaking out the old skip tea grind voice to uh to fill in uh we as always we hope you enjoyed listening to the show we encourage you to tune in on multiple platforms you can keep streaming on the nlsc of course comes out every week uh, there on the nlsc first nba-live.com uh, we're also on apple podcasts stitcher we're on spotify now which is really good and of course podcast addict uh, you can tune in on all of those uh, platforms and subscribe to the show uh, leave us a review on the various platforms that allow that Definitely helps out with visibility and letting us know if we're doing a decent job but but as long as you're tuning in each and every week and enjoying the show on one of those platforms that's the main thing you can also connect with us on social media on facebook and twitter we are the nlsc on instagram we are nlsc basketball on youtube we are nba live series center and of course give a lock to the nlsc once again that is nba-live.com for everything we do for basketball video games but yes that will do it for episode number 292 of the nlc podcast thank you one more time for tuning in until next time i'm andrew i'm OK. go get buckets everyone